AG1 is a comprehensive and convenient blend of over 70 high quality ingredients. And what that means is each morning when I wake up, before I do anything else, I drink AG1 to set me up for the day. It keeps me clear headed, full of energy and focused on whatever I need to do, like writing the fighting cock, for example. One scoop once a day before breakfast and that's it. I've actually found that I've not been needing coffee in the morning to get me started. I've still been drinking coffee because I love coffee, but it's not because it's like a necessity to do so. AG1 is made out of the highest quality ingredients subject to the strictest manufacturing standards. AG1 is NSF certified for sport and this process involves exhaustive testing and verification that every serving of AG1 is exactly what you see on the label. If you want to take ownership of your health, try AG1 and get a free one year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs for your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com forward slash the fighting cock. That's drinkag1.com forward slash the fighting cock to get started and to help the podcast. Thank you very much. Have a great day and enjoy the show. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's the fighting. It's the fighting. Clock. It's the fighting. It's the fighting. This is uh, episode 10, season 12 of the Fighting Cop podcast, and uh, we're joined by Mark Nesbitt. We're not joined. Mark and Jack are always, will, will forever be part of the Fighting Cock. So we're not joined. These are boys from the Fighting Cock. Jack, um, do you want to say anything to Mark? It's the first time we've been on to, uh, together as a collective. Just, you know, what? I'm, I'm pretty tired of him mugging me off. Uh, I'm, all sick the time. Of him. He's, I'm sick he's of him already. He's always giving all that on Twitter. And the second I joined this Discord, he was like, Hi, Jack. How are you doing, mate? Oh, <laughs> love rule the roost. You're really funny. You're really cool. I love you. You know? But on Twitter, he gives it all, uh, you know, the big... And look, he's going to revert to it now. You know, it's, it's classic. Uh, you can't You can't do that. Can't, that's... that's... You... Jack, that's unfair. You can't set me up like that. Yeah, yeah you, you set can't him set up. me up like that, and then say, and then say, I, I can't give you a response now. This is all, no. uh, you know. This this is the problem with you, or well, not the problem. This this is why you get so rattled. It's, I, f- I figured you out, Jack. You've got this whole oh, yeah. like mystic persona on Twitter and stuff, and then you're like, you know, giving it the giving it the biggins. But but you're the one that flips around and wants to talk about Danish film and stuff. So so listen, listen, Jack. I've got you figured out. I'm I'm sick of I'm absolutely sick to to my back teeth of Danish people. I never thought I would be, but since I met Mark, it's I think the new racism should be against the scan. If if anyone needs to get it, it's the Scandinavians. I, I, mate, you, you I've said this many times. I'm all about punching up. No, none of this, none of this, like hating on the poor or you know the Scousers. They can't help the Scousers. None of this stuff. Black people, Asian people. Yeah. No. 
Go after the Scandies. Punch up. They can take it. Punch up, mate. Scandies, us. You know, I, 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 do, I do love that this is where the pod started this week. You can you can tell it's an international break, can't you? Like, yeah, yeah. There's, there's nothing to... Actually, you'll be surprised because I've sent you the running order. There is a lot to talk about with Spurs. But especially because we haven't done a, a, a podcast after the Leicester game, a game that we won 6-2 in the Premier League and uh, we haven't talked talked about it. But the reason for that is that I was at a wedding. Uh, uh, you know, friend of, oh, fuck, friend of the show, that's too dismissive. John Bass is a, a member of the Fighting Cock and he got married in Italy last week and it was amazing. It was amazing. So It was so amazing. When I got home, I was so unhappy. It's just like, you know, everyone knows that sort of melancholic feeling when you, you come home from holiday and you just think, my life's shit compared to what I just experienced. Anyway, that, that was uh, John's wedding. It was, it was uh, amazing and, and, and massive congratulations to John and Ree for their, um, their bonding. Um, yeah, as we say, we've got Mark Nesbitt of the... I, I, like the joke's gone, isn't it? It's not the Herbie Derby co- po- podcast. What is the actual name of the podcast? I, I think you know, I think the irony of it is there's I think there's actually more people that know it as the Hurdy Gurdy podcast okay. now than than as yeah. And okay. I've, I've bought into it. I just call it the Hurdy. So, right, yeah, the Hurdy Gurdy podcast uh, mm-hmm. made in part by uh, Martin Nesbitt and all, obviously Rural Roost, Jack Hussey. Um, uh, how, you, how you doing? Boy? What? Sorry, what? Is that okay? Say your name. Jack, not not the. You're not like Ricky, are you? About like sensitive about public information. Do we have to bleep? Oh that? no, I can give fuck. I'm no, no, yeah, no, no. I'm hard. Come at me. Go on. No, no, no. no. I've got nothing to go. I, I, I've got all. No, no, not you. Any, any, any of these cretins listening? They want to <laughs> fucking have a pop. Come around. I'll make you a cup of tea. <laughs> Fair I'll enough. Slap you up. <laughs> uh, Snitchita Lineman said, uh, "Late podcast. Why?" So Big John Bass, racist. He called him a racist. <laughs> Can get hitched. Hope Vesuvius erupts again. XO, XO, XO. Um, yeah, it was uh, it was a lovely wedding. And uh, John Bass isn't a racist. It, uh, you know, we make a joke of it, but he, he isn't. Uh, lots, lots coming up on this show. We're uh, t- taking a sort of hindsight view at, uh, at the Leicester game. Uh, Son's magic for Tottenham and obviously what what he did for South Korea that free kick he scored was unreal is Richarlison a game changer is he as good as we think he is a change in the system for Conte and of course your questions also we're looking at uh, we're looking to the Fighting Cock social uh, hopefully we can do something against Arsenal there's you know um, tube strikes and you know uh, national rail strikes which might make it um difficult but keep an eye on the love the shirt twitter account because updates will be given there and can i just say this is a love the shirt twitter account it was just verified by twitter today how i don't know i mean i do know that there was some inner workings that went into it but yeah we're verified by twitter now so it's us and chris brown and uh, and uh others that probably don't deserve to be verified but here we are Big shit. Yeah, boys, boys, boys. Um, We're also backed by NordVPN for the rest of the season. That's mad news. Absolutely mad news. And you can, with NordVPN, protect your phone and laptop from cyber attacks (laughs) wherever you are in the world. You know, know, we're coming to a situation now where um, 
you're going to get your details tapped into like everything's going online with NordVPN it's impossible for anyone to get into your account or take your information so if you're if you're if you're texting a bird that you shouldn't be texting no one can get to that information other than the bird you're texting shouldn't say bird is this one of those things like you know how at the, at the top there i was just giving it all the big in because i was sort of thinking about people launching a physical attack on me if they knew my full name yeah yeah if liverpool, fa- moved, if liverpool fans what we've done a bit yeah if, liverpool, if like, liverpool fans want to get you jack not they not sure they would but if they want to get you north vpn will stop them that's it because they're, they're not going to come for a straightener are they like it's not like the old days nowadays it's all TikToks and cyber attacks yeah know? yeah if anyone wants to hurt you in the modern age it's through twitter and and um that, that is a great point i haven't thought about that uh yeah and also you can access geolocked content from anywhere on the planet so i've i've got bored of like i said this many many times i'm bored of porn up sick of it i don't even want to even think about it again until i realized i could access venezuelan Pornhub, completely different ballpark it's like it's like i'm a virgin again it's unreal Mark, what's, the, what's the difference what's the big difference tell us just is big, it less, is it bigger, booties, bigger booties bigger booties bigger booties oh just do you like big bums then yeah don't discriminate no i'm not discriminating nord vpn they've um they've got you hooked up also no absolutely go 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 i actually uh i'm not i'm not even getting paid by the fuckers and i uh i uh by the lovely company i should say um but when i was actually on holiday last year in mexico i used nord vpn to log into the BC Sports app, and so while I was sat looking out over the uh, over the Yucatan in Mexico, <laughs> it was it'd been ten years with Charlotte. She was thinking this is gonna be a nice escape for us. Have you been with your missus ten years? I have. Yeah, That's I, was, I was sat sat by the pool with my phone propped up, watching Tottenham play. I think it was Norwich. Yeah, uh, good, good, good. So that was that, and that was NordVPN that I used. So. If you want any other podcast to sponsor, NordVPN, rule the roost. No, I'll, we'll, we'll hook you up. Don't go don't, like that. That won't be a problem at all, Jack. Um, also, there's uh, the, the fact that you can buy uh, Premier League rights from anywhere in the world. So you, you know how much does it cost if you guys subscribe to Sky Sports? I do. I don't know if you you guys do, but it's expensive through the season. It works out close to sort of 600, 700 quid. If you can use NordVPN to go to Mexico and you can pay $64 for an entire year's worth of Premier League. I mean, you've got to put up with the the Mexican commentators, but I'm sure no, no one listening to this will have an issue with that. And if they do, you're fucking racist. So just fucking like, buy NordVPN. If you're not a racist, then you need to buy NordVPN. That makes complete sense to me. Do you know what does make complete sense to me is why this isn't illegal. I don't know how they're getting away with it. I have no idea. Um, yeah. Okay. I think uh, I think it's a it's a good thing. I, I, it's something that I use day to day, and like I say, I can access adult content in a house that has um, adult restrictions that are so strict, so difficult. I can't even get onto a betting website without NordVPN, so we're here now. Anyway, boys, uh, uh, grab your exclusive NordVPN deal by going to nordvpn.com forward slash the fighting cock. 
You get a huge discount. You get four months free if you pay for an entire year. And it's all wonderful. Uh, let's go to Spurs then, shall we? Because uh, it's been almost a week since Leicester... Well, since we isn't it funny Jack isn't it funny that Leicester hate us so much and we have absolutely destroyed them several times since that you know that since they won the league it, it's, it's been a wonderful wonderful thing and that 6-2 win while parts of it weren't convincing was incredible like it's it's wonderful that they're feeling the pain that they do isn't it Jack it's just it's weird isn't it like you've they've won the league you won lads like you literally won like, why are you so rattled by us? You know, I, 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 honestly, I cannot understand that one at all. Booing Harry Kane. He was on fucking loan for you, right? Do you know what I mean? Because he, ah, he celebrated against us one. Um, but yeah, but I love it. It's, I, I think it's one of the few fixtures that uh, since they beat us to the league, we've actually sort of taken personally and just sort of seen to it that we do you, what, what sort do you, of slap them about. How, how do you feel about them? Feel nothing. Just a bit irrelevant, aren't they? You feel nothing, like, yeah. I, you know, I, I basically my feeling is good beating them, knowing that they hate us so much. But that's it. It's it's totally unsolicited, really, from their side. It's it's just weird. It's weird. Jack, I think they, they try and cling I, on to the fact that yeah. Jack, I, I think your um your your mic not be plugged in. It might. I think getting sound for your laptop to so just check that, mate. But um, Mark, what? What what do you think? Um, what, what what do you think of this this situation with Leicester? Like, is it even something that's worth talking about anymore? Well, it's it's a it's a weird one, isn't it? Because it's kind of, I I just really don't. Outside of the twenty sixteen like title thing, where they you know they got they got jealous of. Well, eight, I mean, it was eight kind years of, ago, pretty much now. Yeah, right. I mean, it was it was that little little thing, and you know they they six, got five, ahead six, of us seven. and all that sort of stuff. Six six years ago, yeah. Maths. 22 minutes minus 16. Um, so, yeah, outside of that, like, I really don't get, like, there's no geography in there. There's no big, like, massive games that I can think of. There's, I don't know, there's, like, the, the, the Lineker connection, but, again, shouldn't make a fucking difference. So it's just weird. And really, like, they're so far, they're so far behind us right now. I mean, as Spurs fans, there should be, we shouldn't give a fuck about them, really. Um, it's, it's, it's almost like when, you know, West Ham come for us and it's their big derby and all that sort of stuff. I just, yeah. I don't care. It's quite funny. It's like, you know, when you were, I don't know if you guys have had younger brothers or whatever, but I've got a younger brother who was two years below me in school. And um, when we were little, I mean, obviously I stopped growing at, I don't know, year 14 or age 14. But um, back then I could still keep the little boys at bay. It's kind of like that. It's just, you know, holding a little kid away by the face and he's just swinging at you. It's just a bit, they're just a bit weird. Yeah, it's a hand on the head, isn't it? That's what it is. Yeah. As long as there's nothing sexual arms going length. on, arms length is fine. Um, it it was a massively convincing performance. Well, not not the, the result. The result was convincing. The performance probably wasn't. Um, what, what, what's your you know week on nearly? What what's your take home, Mark, about that game against Leicester that we did win six two, which is such a like a it's a massive result. It's a massive yeah. massive result. Uh, and, and I kind of feel like that there is this sort of, you know, there's an, there's a low cloud hanging over Spurs to some degree. But what, what, what's your, what's your take home from that six-two win? There is a little bit. You're right. I think there, there is a, there was a, there was a lot of grumbling after the first half because the first half wasn't great. Um, a lot of people 
around me in the ground were, you know, doing their usual pissing and moaning, went for beers at 35 minutes and stuff like that. So, and I sort of get it. It's been a bit of a slow, turgid start to the season. It looked like this game was going to be it. But I did, I do think we saw, we saw a hell of a lot to be really pleased about and be really excited about because it, it was... Conte tried a few new things, and a lot of it, a lot of it came off. Um, so I think I think there is a lot to be there's a lot there to be excited about. Um, obviously the Sun thing, but to be honest, the, the, getting Sun just off the ground and just scoring is is the most important part. The fact he did it in 13 minutes and it was a hat trick is amazing, but but I don't think that's the, that's not kind of the main story. He's he's an elite player, but also by the time he scored the last two, I mean Leicester would they were dead, they were gone, they 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 had nothing left. He has um, to do a lot. To, well, we will talk about Son, but he has to do a lot mm. to score that second goal. Yeah, no, I mean, well, I think I actually think the first goal was was better because he, oh, yeah, he had much the two defenders. It's unreal. Um, but anyway, but yeah, so I, I think look, I don't think we should come out of it anything but pleased. I think we we should be we should be pleased about the future and and what what's kind of lying ahead because Conte tried a few things. Um, and um, largely, I would say they came off, and, and that that's something to be really excited about. We're going to talk about that as well. But um, Jack, what what's like, can you remember a world being a Spurs fan? And, and we've known each other since two thousand and three, and I don't think we'd ever be able to have this conversation until this point, where we win six two, and still there is grumblings. I don't know. It's it's hard to know, isn't it? It's. A lot of this stuff now with Spurs, it's all wrapped but, up in this. Can you imagine when yeah, we, we remember when we was watching Stefan Dalmat, and and we were <laughs> like, we were like, fuck, like this is amazing. We, we, we were talking about this the other week, though, isn't it? It's, it, it? The sort of the near success we've had the past few years is a completely double-edged sword, right? You know, because we've now just we're sort of wrapped. But I don't know if you saw it. There's this fucking horrible like. Guna tweet it done massive numbers and yeah it's sort of on what you were saying I what, keep getting these it? fucking tweets suggested to me it's the little you know the Spanish football tic tac tic tac man yep and he's it's a picture of him rubbing his hands and it's just like Antonio Conte's contract 2024 Harry Kane's contract 2024 Hummin Son's contract 2025 tic tac tic tac and I'm just like I do feel that. I do feel that we've got this window to try and win something big now. We have to. And like this idea of like our standards not being kind of right up there. I'm not I'm not excuse I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying it's anything. Yes, I know we should in theory enjoy the journey, enjoy everything, but the problem is, and I, I think this is what plays into it, Conte ain't uh enjoy the journey manager. This isn't we've got Graham Potter in we're looking forward to the next five years, seeing it grow, see it develop. You bring in Conte to finish it, right? He's, he's here to win stuff, to deliver things. And if it looks like we're not going to be able to do that, that fear is going to set in. Um, yeah, and so what... I, can un- I can understand it. I can understand why people get this way. You know, this, this is what was going to happen. We've had Mourinho and now we've got Conte. It's kind of, I mean, let's forget the bloke in the middle of those two, but still... We're going to talk about Conte shortly, uh, and uh, we're going to discuss this sort of stuff. But uh, it, like we've we've had a massive win against Leicester, and I know they're they're bottom of the league, and but they're they're better than their league league, league position would have you believe. So it, I mean, it's, it's something to celebrate. It's six straight losses. <laughs> yeah, it is that. But they were against us. You know, thirty minutes of good football. So just fucking take it. All right. Um, Sonny bagging a hat trick in fourteen minutes. Uh, it was one of the most satisfying things that I'd ever witnessed at Spurs. I was in 
in this when I say remote uh, in the middle of nowhere in Italy like it was there was nothing there there wasn't even people there was there wasn't even animals there was just nothing it was just nothingness and um luckily they did have a uh, wi-fi <laughs> that was the one thing they did have but i was watching the game and when when son hit that first goal i i i, I kind of celebrated in a way that i hadn't done previously and it wasn't about mm. spurs getting into the lead it was about sonny breaking the, the hoodoo or the issue around him and you saw his celebration mark didn't you that that um, that, you know, that he'd been at least aware of the criticism that had been thrown out of him. That the, the, mm. the 18 shots and goal and no goals um, returned. It, that, that had not impacted him or it affected him in any ne- negative way, but also it, it, it entered his ether. Yeah, it, it's it's an interesting one. I'm kind of 50-50 on, on whether his, his cele- or lack of celebrations in the first certainly in the first goal and sort of maybe less so in the last two, but I'm kind of 50-50 on whether that was to, you know, him being pissed off and him kind of going, well, fuck you guys, this is why you don't drop me and blah, 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 all that sort of stuff. No, what, do you mean pissed or, off with Spurs or, or pissed off with the... Well, just just the chat and all that sort of stuff. Like, there, there was a lot, like, Alistair Gold uh, kind of said, oh, you know, he was a, he was almost an angry celebration and stuff. I actually think it's the opposite. No, I actually I think, think it's totally because he's... I think, and you know, he said it after the game as well that he's he feels like he's been letting the team down, the fans down, all that sort of stuff. And I think it's much more around him feeling, you know, without without this being a very good description of it, almost like he couldn't properly celebrate because he felt like he had he had let the team down a little bit, and he had to almost take sort of what, what, what do you think is, bench is reality? I think it's I think it's it's the latter. I think it's that. I think he felt like he was under under quite a lot of pressure, and and, and a lot of that is, is himself putting it on himself because the fans have been behind him, the team's been behind him, and I just feel like he felt he he wasn't he hadn't necessarily earned the right to 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 properly celebrate. And I think I I totally understand how that how that sounds, and it feels a bit like we're set here as fans judging them and all that sort of stuff. And that, that's, that's not really it. I think he generally is that kind of personality. He really takes it to heart um, and really wants to, to repay everything that, that the fans and the, the team are doing for him. Yeah. Uh, we've got a question from Ken Mertes. He says, I just don't understand people saying, see Son proved Conte shouldn't sit him, sit him, or shouldn't bench him. That will show Conte. This is exactly why Conte rested or rotated at Son. And he probably should have done it sooner. Um, so we, we, I tweeted something on after the game, uh, which was bench Son, and then there's a picture of Son holding up three fingers. And I think people didn't like that. It was almost like I was when I when I tweeted it was taking aim at, at Conte. That wasn't it. It was just simply saying he he has been benched and he's reacted in this way and scoring three goals in 14 minutes, which is insane. That that's like that's an incredible turnaround from seven games without a goal, Jack. It's it's unreal. It's the geezer is incredible, and and that's not even sort of taking into account the fact that he scored that free kick for South Korea uh, yesterday. Well, what what, what I mean, did you make of the whole situation? He, he is unbelievable. I mean, the the, the thing is, it's part is partly right. He's <laughs> he's actually just been really unlucky the top end of the season yeah he hasn't played that well there's been some games like i thought he was basically in both our champions league games i thought he was pretty awful i thought he was pretty awful against marseille and against lisbon um or sporting what are we supposed to fucking call him um and he 
he's he's not been great the top end of the season, but neither's Kane. You know, we've sort of spoken about the fact that the two of them haven't really sort of hit their stride either individually or as a partnership. Yeah. Um, but they had that one opportunity, you know, like Kane's fucking sumptuous ball over the kind of over the defence against. I think it was Fulham. Son ended up hitting the crossbar. Yep. But for all the noise, for everything, for him to just sort of step up and just fucking come to this one because it had come to a head, right? This, I think, the crucial element here is this stuff had all come to a head. He had been dropped or rotated or whatever way you want to look at it, and to come off the bench and do that. I mean, the man's proving a point, right? And we we saw him do that the last game against Norwich last year when he wanted to win that golden boot. He, he was going to do everything away, in his power. Yeah, exactly. He's going to do everything within his power to get the ball in the back of the net. And that's what it felt like today. That first goal, like you were saying, the reaction was unbelievable. It was it was brilliant, like, for me. Because I, at first I thought it, it was like a big deflection and all that. It was one of those goals that when you were watching the slow motion replay, it was like... Oh fucking hell! Like he's 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 done that all all by himself. Like that's just hurled up at that angle, and you know it was kind of at first. Could the keeper have done better? Has it taken a big deflection? No, it was just an unbelievable goal. Yeah. Um, and all of it. I mean, just it's just nice, isn't it? It's just nice to see. It sort show, of, it just shows. He's, it. he's one of ours, you know. He's he's just he's he's all this kind of shit. Like we people are desperate to remove the sort of the sentimentality from football they what they they see it as i think a lot of guys like they see it as like this sort of sign of weakness if you've kind of got affection for a player or anything like that we shouldn't care about that we should just care about fucking winning and all this sort of thing but well, come on man like if, if if you're not if you're gonna love a footballer you gotta love him in some for everything he's done for the club and just what he's like as a person which is a wonderful and you want to, Wonderful, he's, he's a wonderful, bloke, a wonderful segue to uh, Stuart Harvey's question here. Is, is it humanly possible to love Son any more than we already do, Mark? I think it'll be hard. I think it'll be really hard. I don't, um, know, I don't know what anyone else could do. Any other player could do to make us love him more know. than we do. Do you love him? Like, if, he could, if, he, if he did an Aguero, do you know what I mean like that sort of Aguero? Last, imagine what? this. The way this season's going, last day of the season, it's us and Arsenal up there. I think and I'd, Son scores. Oh. I think I'd still love him if he did a Suarez. Who would you I'd, want him to bite, though? I'd back him. No, no, not not the biting. I think the racism. I, I, I'd, I'd back him. In it. Oh. If Son came out as a racist, I'd still back him because he's that good. What? Sorry, well, sorry. I mean, sorry everyone does Liverpool. say he's nasty, don't they? All the all the other fans. But it's all right for lot, uh, Liverpool fans to back him when he's a racist, when he's good, and no one, nothing gets said. But if I say I'd back Son if he came out as a massive racist. Well, that's that's sort of frownable now, is it, Mark? This, this is the bit that's going to get clipped up. Mark, let me ask you a question, mate. Right, 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 if Son came out as a proper racist, would you still? Oh, would he still? You know what you're doing. Yeah. You know you can't even say it without laughing. Sorry. Okay. All right. No, well, I... Yeah, you would. Yeah. You would because he's good at football, and that's that's the that's the that's good the point. football. If he's good at football I mean, yeah. and he is a, if he's shit at football and a racist, throw him in into a fire. But if he's good, then we need to yeah. be sort of it's, economical with the truth. It's it's the way the world works, isn't it? Yeah, it mate. I, don't know, I, don't, you're good at shit, I ain't saying it's right. It's I'm not saying it's awful. right. No. I'm not saying it's right. Uh, yeah, but just to answer the question, is it humanly possible to love Son any more than we already do, Mark? No. I don't think so. I, I'm, I was trying to think when you first asked. More than Kane? More than Kane? More than Kane? I don't know. I mean, 
Well, I mean, I see. This is the thing. I have, I have. I'm, I'm the wrong person to ask about that because you know it's easy for me to, to pick on Ken and you lot because you're all English and you love him because he's English. And, no, that's not why I love him. He's uh, it's definitely, tough. but it's fine. Um, the no, I, I don't think I can love Son any much more than I do already. If even if he, you know, if he goes and wins us the league or wins us a cup or, or whatever, I, I still love him as much as I do now. That's that's that. He's just he's just the best. I mean, yeah. If he comes out and he's a you know. He's a child molester, then maybe that the shine will go off it. But I think that would be the one. Yeah, but you, Don't could, you think you know, if we're talking as as a fan base, right? If we're talking as a fan base, as a concept, is it possible to love Son more? Like he's 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 pretty much up there now in the pantheon of our best ever players. But yeah. if he did have that moment, if he did have that sort of cup final or last day of the season wins us the Premier League moment, that's like statue territory, right? Yeah. If he gets yeah. that from this point. Yeah, so yeah, I would yeah. say we, there is there is capacity. Do we yeah. love him more for that? I think we already love him loads. Probably. It's, it's more like then you're talking about recognition. I think it's 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 more. Yeah, I don't know. As, as a fan, I don't. Man, like I'm. But to be fair, my it's not that hard to fill up that that cup of love uh, f- for me. Um, I made a sperm bank reference there. That's quite funny. Um, but the the um, <laughs> you can't say it's funny if no one laughs. No, I know. <laughs> I'm just laughing at myself. Fucking no one else does. Sorry, mate. Um, so, yeah, I think, but recognition-wise, for sure, that there's there's stuff to do because you know he's he's won the golden boot last season, but he shared it with Salah, um, and it's not anything for the club really. But yeah, if he if he wants recognition, he needs to you know he needs to take us to some to some finals and actually actually just be more consistent. Maybe is that harsh to say? Yeah, I, I don't think it is harsh to say, but I, I just want to throw this at you. Um, you know. Steve Wonder pretends to be blind and Michael Jackson is definitely almost certainly a paedophile but people still bang the tunes out so let's let's, let's back human son um Mark do you remember we did a, a preview for the game against Leicester last week yes and I said to you I said to you I said what if what if? What like, imagine a world where Conte plays a three-five-two, and you said no chance. It can't be. It, we we have to play f- six defensive midfielders or t- six defenders against f- four attackers, and you know there's no chance he will do that. And then against Leicester, the minute it changed, it wasn't about him and Son. It's about Conte's tactics. It was the fact that he changed to a three-five-two. We overloaded the midfield, took control of the game, and it became easy. So can you make an apology directly to me right now and say that I was right? I don't know anything. I, 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 I've got, I, I will profess to claim I know nothing about tactics in football compared to you. But can you just tell me that I got it right in this moment? You, well... Well, I mean, I no well, well we I did get it right. I really, start. I really got it right. You, you, you I think your your words were around the three five two. We didn't set out in three five two. We set out in the three four three. Yeah, yeah we did. Changed we changed it at, and then, seven, at seventy minutes, by the way, as well. As, and then, as and then what? And then we just and magically scored four goals because he changed it as a defensive measure because you're you're right. It, we were winning the game, but we weren't on top of it. We absolutely got on top of it as soon as he put three in midfield. Yeah. And you can see as soon as Basuma came out, he went, right, us three in a line, but I'll drop back. And it was it was that. And then you had you had Pierre, uh, Emil Hoybier and, and Bentoncourt sitting right in front of Basuma. Um, and Basuma with loads of energy, loads of snap. Works. Sounds like it works. I get it. I get it. It worked. Leicester were already beaten, to be fair. 
No. Absolutely. Well, so, so, sorry, no, hold, hold on a minute, Mark. I just want to hear the words, I'm sorry. That's all. I, I don't want to hear justification. Just say, I'm sorry, Flav. You know a little bit more about football than I thought you did. That last sentence, you can't just add on things. Like, okay, oh, I'll, this, I, you, you were right. You respect me a little... <laughs> you respect me a little right. bit more than you did. Yes, yes. Absolutely. I'm definitely definitely respect you more than i did before i um, <laughs> appreciate you texting me afterwards as well going look at that the 532 did work didn't it yeah sorry i was drunk at the time so i got the formation wrong but if i if, if i was if i was in a general <laughs> you got the whole basis of the conversation wrong oh yeah doesn't matter fundamentally i'm right that doesn't matter yes, yes but yes. but right. jack I'm, I'm wrong you're what, right. no no i mean you're never wrong you're never wrong mark but jack um what, what what did you we we've had a few few questions uh we we one from Quinn here says if we're sitting if we're shifting to this 352 formation more regularly how would you like our midfield free to line up what is happening with skip and this is also there's another conversation jack about what we do with Kulusevski and Richarlison because it is definitely if we're playing a 352 which i think we should then we've got you know sort of a hundred million pound worth of talent that doesn't get into our first team so i mean i just like i yeah i get it we're like we're going to indulge the sort of the idea of it but i do want to say on record that i don't think he's going to adopt this at all like i think this is just something he's he he might drop in every now and again but i think he's he, i can't see him starting with this formation um he, he, he but if won, we do he won, it's he, be... he won the league with it yeah. in italy with, with Inter Milan yeah, well. with, a, with a different set of players though I, I totally agree with Jack I don't think we're going to I think he's going to he might use it as a as a as a different form like our possession we go to a 5-4-1 I think if we're still struggling with a 3-4-3 and a 5-4-1 out of possession I think he could go to a 3-5-2 or if we're winning and we want to lock it down I think the 3-5-2 now is viable but I don't think we'll open with it sorry well you should Jack, we I should Jack so go on, go on Jack sorry well, for, for, at, at this point in time, I'd like to see us sort of start with the three that ended the Leicester game with Basuma, Hoybier, and Bentancur. Um, I, I'm a big fan of Skip. Um, I know, I know he's kind of he's. There's a lot of debate about how good or not he is, but I think he's he's a nice little kind of hard player. I think it's funny because he doesn't look. He's got like the face of a choir boy, doesn't he? But he's actually he's quite nasty. I don't know if you saw him, he took out. Destiny Adogi in the under-21. <laughs> uh, that clip's been going around. So uh, I, I like him. I think he's I think he, he he's a nice little footballer, Skip. Um, who are you swapping him in for? I don't know. Maybe maybe Ben Tankara Basuma. Oh, I would I have mean... probably on every other year said Hoybier. And maybe they are the most natural to sort of rotate in and out. But I don't think you can drop Hoybier this year at or, all. I think what? he's been... A, Probably our best player. After the I'm not game. just saying that because Mark's here either. If, if anything, I'd probably no. He's he's I'd been superb. He, he enjoys he, saying the opposite. Yeah. He has he has been amazing. He has he has been superb. And and you can't drop Hoy, um, Ben Tancor after that Leicester game. No. He he was unreal, unreal. And I just think that that extra man in midfield. And I know that they're not sort of exci- as as exciting as Richarlison or Kulusevski, but I think the extra man in midfield gives us so much more on the break. And we saw it against Especially Leicester. against Arsenal, right? Coming up to this game, wouldn't you? I would, I would want to see a start with it against Arsenal. Same, you? same, yeah, 100%. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. 
The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Yeah, absolutely. I don't, I don't, I don't want to see us as a free-for-free against Arsenal. Cause just because they're in the pump, let's overload their midfield. Let's, let's, we've got ball winners in that midfield. We've got Hoybier, we've got Ben Tancor, who proved he could do it against Leicester. We, we scored two goals based on Ben Tancor's press. If we can have them with maybe skipping midfield, let's just fucking bully them. That's a, we are going to do a preview pod for the uh, the Arsenal game, so let's not get into it too much. But um, yeah, I, th- I just I feel like it's the way forward, Mark, and I, I know you don't. <laughs> I think what's it's an interesting conversation. I, I at the start of Conte's reign, we were all thinking he would go to a three-five-two because that's that's kind of his preferred formation. Uh, everyone knows that. No, no secret. Um, but Conte is also a believer in playing with what he's got to his kind of kind of on his bench, you know. So, and he just doesn't have, you know, Inter. He was well, he, no, he, he was a, a Christian Eriksen. Yeah, but he doesn't have he doesn't have a, a creator in the same way that Inter he had a Christian Eriksen. Um, uh, although there is some argument out there that Kulisevsky could potentially fill into that role and then be the number three in in that midfield. I think that could be really interesting. Mm. However he would probably need quite a few games to play him into that because I don't know if Conte's kind of done spent any time on that in preseason. But I think that could be really interesting. You do need someone who's strong on the ball and who has a has an eye for a for a through pass. Sounds like Kulisevsky. Oh yeah can absolutely sounds like Kulisevsky. Um and he has done well from a from a more central uh position. So I think he he definitely could do it. It's just whether Conte wants to take that risk. Conte is not a big risk taker. Um, I do think, like you know, we saw flashes of of Hoybier filling risk. that role um, a little bit more um, when Basuma came on, but it, I don't know if he's he's not used enough to play in that role, and he's not he doesn't necessarily have all the offensive skills and traits that you'd want. It's kind of a you're fitting a, a round peg in a square hole um, a little bit if you're asking Hoybier to be the number ten. I read a uh, article today in some sort of Italian blog some sh- i mean it was reputable don't get me wrong but, but um i couldn't couldn't tell you the name of it anyway they were saying that um conte's 352 was unstoppable in italy uh, with inter milan and, and and they didn't know how to cope with it no, no there was there wasn't another team in the league that could figure out how to deal with this formation i appreciate that perhaps we didn't have martinez and lukaku, lukaku. Yeah, Lukaku, but that surely is enough in Son and Kane to. Uh, I've just I've just seen us play against against two really really good teams in Manchester City and more importantly Liverpool at home last year, where we could have. This was like an all conquering Liverpool team. I know they didn't win the league, but they were superb, and we dealt with them significantly. And I know that that you know that geezer played some sort of weird little. Scalzi and that geezer who played in central midfield. But who, what was his name, Mark? Harvey Elliott, wasn't it? No, it wasn't Harvey He's... Elliott. It was it was another one. I can't remember. But he was he was just a, a like a youth player that they'd just thrown in there because they didn't have any in their midfield outlet <coughs> there to play. But I just feel like that system suits us. 
And it just, as soon as they switched against Leicester, it, it, it became easy. But maybe there was more to play than that. And it, was, it wasn't just as simple as Tottenham changing their, uh, their system. Um, Jack, it's been, well, I would say like six weeks since Richarlison started playing football for Tottenham Hotspur. What's your evaluation of him? I love him. I think he's he's settled in pretty quickly. He's I think he's got a, a lot more ability than I probably gave him credit for than I think a lot of people gave him credit for. Uh it, it seemed to be that like when we signed him a lot of the talk was about his passion and about his kind of drive and his shit housing and that sort of thing. But I think what we a lot of us have probably neglected is that he's actually a really fucking good player and He's, there's a reason why he's getting kind of called up to this Brazil team for starters. But in terms of his club career, so far, at least in Europe, he's, you know, with all due respect to everyone else, he's only he's only played amongst absolute dross so far. And now seeing him kind of playing with players like Son, with Kane, with Kulisevsky, I think we're seeing a kind of a new level to his game. And he's young. You know, this is the thing. I just, I, it's, it's yeah, it's not all been it's not all been smooth sailing you know he's not kind of been perfect by any by any stretch of the imagination you know he's pretty kind of i don't know average against against uh leicester but i think that's you know maybe something down to the system or whatever but when all said and done, I, I love him, and I think we've got a—I think we've got a real player on our hands. There. I think the main thing for me is that, uh, and this—you know—this might not be so much of a problem in this kind of packed schedule coming up, but really, I think he's—he's he's an option uh, to rotate with Kane. Really, that's—that's that's the main thing. I, I kind of always thought of him as this winger, but I think he is a—I think he is a centre forward. Um, and I think we'll probably see the best out of him there. Like those headers against Marseille, for example. Um, and just his presence, his speed, his kind of strength up top. I would like to see him play in that role with, say, Son and Kulisevsky either side of him, as opposed to playing out uh, out on the wing. And, you know, I don't, I don't want to <laughs> don't want to tempt any sort of fate on Kane's ankles or anything like that. But we've got a lot of games coming up over the, over the next month. So... Maybe there will be time. I think Conte's already shown he's he's not going to be scared to kind of take Kane out the side here well, and there. Yeah, so. we've seen it with Son as well. But uh, Mark, Mark, what, what do you um, what do you make of Richarlison? Is he is he? Is he what, how would you rank him if if you look at Kulusevski, Kane, and Son, and Richarlison? Where does Richarlison rank in that top four? I think you still have to put him. Um, possibly quite harshly but in fourth place out of those out of those four um there's no doubt about Kane and Son being top two I, th- I think I think Decky does does push him into fourth only just about um not just not just because uh, I think Kulisevsky's ceiling is is higher than Richarlison's and he just hasn't quite gotten there because he's only just turned 22 but he is uh, you know on the if you look at it stats wise Decky puts out more uh goal and, and goals and assists than than Richarlison does and has um but i i i massively rate richarlis and it's not it's not about that i just i think kulisevsky is is an elite player in already getting there but but elite player in waiting i mean it's going to be it's going to be one of the league's best players if he stays with us for a few more seasons um 
he's he's going to be phenomenal. Wow. But uh, I, do, I do have a lot of time for Richardson. I, I really do. I think I think the industry he brings, I think his his passion and, and he works so hard and he works so hard defensively as well. If you look at some of these games where we've been a bit iffy, you can guarantee Richardson put, puts a shift in offensively and defensively. Um, I'm I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan. He fills a lot of he fills a lot of those gaps that we've needed before with with rotation options. I um I d- almost don't want to say this. I just I don't think he's as good as everyone makes out. Oh. I know, I know, and I feel I feel the same, almost similar to how I felt about Paulinho when we brought him. It, I I think he's good. I think he's miles off the the front three that we have already. I, I, I hate to say it and I don't want to say it and I want it like against Arsenal I put him in there because of his temperament and what he would do to their fan base and what he would do to the game and, inf- and I know that's a part of of what uh, a Premier League footballer is it's not just about how good you are technically and but if you if you pumped a ball at Kulisevsky like pinged one at him and pinged one at Richarlison the ball's falling closely, closer to Kulisevsky's feet. I don't know. That, that may, I, just, I just have reservations. And I love it. I really, really love what he's about. I really do. But I have reservations about him. Um, but I reckon the thing is, I don't know. I, I, I don't really get the comparison with Richarlison and Kulisevsky, if I'm completely honest. Because I think they are they're different players. I think there's certain things that Richarlison could do that, you know, if, if you, like I say, if you deployed him centrally, Kulisevsky would probably look, like a bit of a fish out of water and I'm I'm not yeah, having a dig at him because I, yeah. I, I I agree with Mark. I think you know, I, I think everyone's quite surprised. I, I think probably even Paratici and Juventus themselves actually what Kulisevsky's ceiling might be. I, I really think he's gonna be an unbelievable, unbelievable the only um, I think we do though, don't we? Like uh, Conte said as... Conte said it was pretty much as it's done his stage. Yeah. It's as good as done, yeah. Yeah. But uh, but with the other two, I think we can't. It, it's it's tough, right? And I think this is always going to be the problem that we've had for years, right? Is getting somebody to fill in. We got in Carlos Vinicius last year, who looked. I mean, I think a lot of people, in my opinion, a lot of people revise history on him. That's a big one. I think a lot of people now are like, he was really good. He was he he was he was pony. Like he no, was really pony. really. Jack, he he was man. He, he was bang. He was, he he was, was okay. properly bang. Yeah, exactly. He was okay. I think Richarlison is a comprehensively better footballer than Carlos Vinicius was. And just because he's not kind of on the same level as Kane and Son, who are probably two of the best players of all time, not just in a Tottenham sense, but if you go down the kind of the years of Premier League footballers, top flight footballers in Europe, you know, these... We we can't forget, right? These these are two players that have contributed to Tottenham becoming a Champions League finalist. You know, I've, and it, it, this this whole era of what Spurs are now might be something we only fully appreciate when we look back on it, and we don't have the constant noise of what have you won, what a trophy, all this sort of thing. I I think it really is lost on people, us included, Spurs fans, quite how remarkable these past few years have been for us. This is a side that not that long ago hadn't even qualified for the Champions League since the fucking 60s, you know, yeah. like, and now we're, we're, we're pretty much a regular, let alone getting to the final. It's a team that's had two kind of title races and sort of punched at that level, you know, been, been playing at a level that 
we probably have had no right to until maybe say the past few years but it's only that success that's enabled us to get that way and that is down to players like son and kane so you know i i, I think that uh, we're, we're always going to have this issue whenever we bring anybody in because we are we do need to think about kind of a succession plan for those two they're not going to be around forever whether this is contracts or retirement aging whatever the uncomfortable truth is we don't have much longer with those two at the top and Play like Richarlison to me is is a good start. Like it's it's a really good start. I think he 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 can fill in for Son and he can fill in for Kane, and he's he's got the right attitude. Ultimately, that that's that's sort of that's the main thing you want after the sort of the the flops we've had in the transfer market. Be it Vincent Janssen, be it Lacelso, be it and Dombele, sort of relatively big money signings that haven't worked out. To have a player that we've actually dropped a lot of money on that looks like he wants to be there, playing in the shirt, wants to kind of really shine at the top level in games like the Champions League, that's worth a lot, you know, and I, I think we're onto a good thing with him. Mark? Yeah, I totally agree. I, I think I think it's I think it's harsh rating him uh, much, much lower than, than a player like Kulisewski. I think that's really harsh. I think I think he's like you said yourself in the in the intro, he's someone who hasn't played at, at our level. Um, he hasn't played in the Champions League. He, you know, he scored two goals in a Champions League game, and, and he absolutely broke down. You wouldn't see that from any of our other, our other forward. They, it they, means you know, something. They'd be pleased it? with themselves. It means something massive to him. So, so mentally, he has something to to kind of to, to work on without that being a, without being patronising to him. Although that is obviously quite patronising. But um, but but yeah, I think it's I think it's harsh. I think he's 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 a player that will end up being really really important for us by the end of this season because he can. Um, he can fill in so many places and, and, and really, really does it. And also, like, like Jack said, this is a player who we only just bought and we're already talking about him as, as part of the starting, uh, starting 11. You don't, outside of Perisic, that, that hasn't happened for us and it doesn't really happen with a, with a manager like Conte. Um, and also, we, there aren't that many forwards in the, or number nines in the game right now, unless you want to go out and bang 80, 90 million, but you're still, you're still running a risk um it's just it's just really hard to find find those players and we've said this in all the many previous years since really since Kane became our number um our number one strikers who do you want who will come and be the substitute for for Kane and and understand that they might not get a ton of games and they just need to sit on the bench and then just wait for their chance um so uh, yeah i think i think richarlison is an excellent option for us and because he, he, he can play anywhere uh, across the front feet right. you're not waiting Absolutely. for son uh, you're not waiting for for kane he just, he's just yeah. waiting for his opportunity at any part of that sort of front three no i get it i get it i just uh just think it's shit um but, but you wrote carlos vinicius <laughs> yeah he's twice the footballer that richarlison is I, i'm joking i'm joking like, have fun with it Enjoy it. <laughs> uh, you like it because he crossed his arms against what was it like a twelfth Marine? What that? Yeah, one Marine ones. AFC. Yeah. I don't know. No, 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 I, I get it. I get it. I get it. I just not. I've not been convinced by his performances so far. And I, I, I'm, you know, I said in 2011 that Harry Kane would never make it for Spurs, and it will turn out that he is the best striker in the Premier League or, or the Premier League has ever seen. So, like, fuck what I think. Anyway, uh, we've got a question here from Aubrey Davies. 
Davis, and uh, I love Aubrey. I've known him for many, many years. He says, despite our margin of victory, we've had some less than favourable media talk about the performance. Does anyone uh, want to hear nice things from pundits or who can't stand us? Or, or, or does it mean anything to you boys that that pundits talk positively about Spurs, Jack? Do you care that, like, you know, I don't know like, Jermaine Genius will say positive things about Spurs or you just crack on does it mean something to you uh, yes and no um, partly because it's it, this this stuff like it will always get reduced to if you care about it right it's just seen as some childish kind of oh why do you need the kind of the everyone likes hearing the, good stuff being the affirmation spoken. and stuff well yeah of course because on that level but I do think the wider sort of narrative of things and this is something I've sort of spoken about the past few years. Like, why have Arsenal managed to get a couple of... Even when they've been shit, why have they managed to get a couple of FA Cups over the line? And why haven't we? And I, I do... Honestly, I'm starting to feel that, like... And people talk about club DNA and all this type of stuff. I don't really buy into that. I don't really buy into that with new managers, new kind of squads, all this sort of thing. And I do think the sort of the overriding media narrative does play into this stuff. I think... When you have look look at the way Arsenal have been spoken about now, they do get dug out a bit. They've been dug out by sort of talk sport, namely for celebrating, for kind of for I think the latest one this week was Arteta bringing on a fifteen-year-old, people calling it a vanity project, that sort of thing. But really, when it comes down to it, when we're talking about kind of big games, crunch fixtures, or even just Arsenal start to the season, I feel like it's positioned more as the Arsenal are back. One of the heritage teams of England are back in their rightful place. They're back where they should be. And I think when you're talking about kind of teams coming up against them in, say, an FA Cup semi-final or something, it is like, man, they haven't been great the past few years, but this is Arsenal. They win stuff. Everybody knows them as a big club. Whereas with Spurs, it's always kind of billed as they're pretenders. Look at them thinking they can win something. Ha ha ha, Spursy. They fucked up again. When really for the past years, like all the kind of stuff I was waffling on about a few minutes ago, people should be talking about Spurs. We should be being held up as an example of this is the right way to go about things. We haven't, yeah, we've, we've had, a, we've got a lot of money. I'm not going to pretend that we don't. It's not a complete full on rags to riches story, but we ain't Manchester City, but we still knocked them out in a Champions League quarterfinal for all the, for all the ill-gotten gains they've thrown at that kind of squad over the past few years. But no, still, Spurs are the ones that constantly get disrespected. And I think, like I was saying about the Arsenal thing, I do think sometimes when kind of opposition players are coming up against us, they will maybe approach the fixture against Spurs as, well, Spurs have got a soft underbelly. We know that they have. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. And they just approach the game differently. It's all in the psychology, I think, of all in the psychology. That's it. That's my... Uh... That's my bedroom philosopher type take on it. But I, I do think this stuff does play into it. And it does it does wind me up. It does irritate me. It does irritate me that we aren't more kind of 
respected or at least kind of appreciated for trying to do something different for the <laughs> fact that, that that this this all right we've spent money now we've got Conte in but this is only kind of we're we're savoring kind of this journey that we've built up a lot of these players over the past you know whether it's dire whether it's kind of signing an exciting prospect in Son, whether it's bringing a player like Harry Kane up through our academy. We haven't just bought this. We haven't, we've got some top players. We've got some of the top players in Europe and we haven't bought that. We've developed them, you know, and it's still, let's all just have a laugh at Spurs because they didn't win something against a club that's either Chelsea or Manchester City that's had billions of pounds spent on them. I don't know. It, it does, it does wind me up. Yeah. In Mark. short. God. <laughs> That was beautiful. That was beautiful. I was, yeah, I was enjoying that. That was good. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Uh, what, what, where are you at, Mark? See, it, the, it, see it, the sweat on Jack's forehead there. Um, I, I forgot what the question even was. I what was what, what at, is it? Like, all enamoured with with, with are you, Jack's floppy hair. Are you bothered around. about the um, media agenda that, or, or perceived yeah. media agenda about Spurs? Like, but they don't talk about us with enough respect. The fact that we haven't won anything, and you know what? Like, no, uh, gives, right now. It, what, it, it, it gives it gives me if anything it just it gives me something to 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 go fuck you at um and and kind of enforce that sort of siege mentality you sometimes need if you're trying to if you're trying to win something you're trying to galvanize uh people into it you know it's it's a classic it's i think it's uh number two or three in the jose Mourinho rule book is make sure you you get everyone around you to feel like the world is against you um so if we if we get a bad rap from a from a a fucking pundit or whatever um then you know whatever it, we can use it to our advantage um i do i mean everyone loves on the other hand though everyone loves it when people say nice things about you if you don't do that if you don't like people saying nice things about you you you're probably a sociopath but so that that's definitely nice i'm i'm all for that but um yeah if they have a go and and it's it's like jack said it, there is a lot of it that's that's totally unjustified and it's just because people have either weird club biases or they have some sort of hatred towards our club for for whatever reason um then 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 just fuck it use it you know yeah <clears throat> no yeah it, it is that isn't it it's just like like it doesn't matter what we don't need the fucking we don't need jermaine genius who we're about to. Jesus has a, he, he's got a weird agenda at the moment, though, doesn't he? Like he's and he's had it for I don't know, like all I of feel, last season as well. I feel like he's just. I, feel like I don't he's, know if the BBC One show thing got. I, to I feel like he's super fair. He's, he's super like fair, but yeah. as as Spurs fans, we want him to back our club. But I feel like he's probably as. Do you think he's he's too harsh on us? I don't think he is. I think he's. Uh, it, I think, think he's just responding. I, I reckon loads of people on Twitter are probably just like, <laughs> oh, you just fucking bum Spurs every time they're on. Do you know what I mean? So he's. Just wanted to rally against. You remember when Gary Neville did that for about thirty seconds about Manchester United before he then sort of went back to making his weird orgasm noises every time they yeah. score and that. Uh, uh, you're not allowed to dig out Gary Neville, are you? For that? I'm like your best mates with him. Yeah, you? yeah, because of the overlap. Yeah, I can't, I can't, I can't say anything. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I can't. So I, what? I, I am desperate to be invited back. So um, yeah, can we just leave that there, boys? Uh, we actually do have a decent question from Thomas Devlin. It says, "Does anyone like uh, the international break at all, Jack? I, I love it. I love the international break. I used to hate it, but now I love it. Just, no, I can't. I can't just especially relax. this year in particular. Just I can't stand it. Get just, come on, 
stop them and like it's just stopped our sort of momentum and I just I want to know if Spurs are good you know? Mark Mark loves it because he loves the the Danish people and the Danish land and the, and Dineland uh, is it Dineland Dineland he's trying to rattle me again it's fine I've yeah, seen you, through it now uh, like, what, I, like no, you, I, in Denmark they love international football more than they do the the, the international league there. yeah because because club football in Denmark's total garbage it's absolute pony um Although I say in that, and I'm not going to go on a long diatribe about Danish club football now. Jack's already turning away in disgust with sick in his mouth. But like, there are some really good uh, teams coming through. So a club like FC Midtjylland. If any of you out there are uh, a youth football nonces, look up a club called FC Midtjylland. Yeah, it's the one that no one can pronounce. It's like a long, long... Yeah, yeah, it's really hard. Unless you're why, 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 why are we talking about that? Because they've got, they are. A, a talent factory is such a, a weird noncy term, but they are they bring through some absolute amazing talent, both Danish and from overseas as well. They've got a really good, uh, really good line. Where, where do they go? Where, where do these players go? Where do they go? Well, they they come from they come from Denmark, or they go to other uh, leagues, yeah, mostly sort of by Germany yeah, is, is yeah. a big real big place for them to go. Um, and they just you know they've just got really good they've got a really good scouting team. Um, and they work with them really intensely from a really young age, um, and then they bring him through. So there's some really exciting players coming out of that. But I mean, not probably not players you'll see at Spurs. Um, we don't really tend to, to shop in in Denmark or, or Germany. Um, but there's some real good players there. Anyway, the the question was around international football. Yeah, I like the international break uh, because it's quite. I quite like watching Denmark, obviously, and I actually use NordVPN. I never got a chance to say it. Um, I use my dad, my dad's uh, TV subscription. Quick, um, I used quick. It yesterday to what, watch the, the Denmark Croatia game. Um, what's the URL? Quick, it's uh, it's uh, nordvpn.com forward slash the fighting cock. Yeah. Yes, go and go and get it there. I yeah, we're, it there you're, no matter where you are in the world, you can what, use NordVPN to right. access your subscription. Can I, can I just say something else while while we're at it? If you're in Mexico, any any of our listeners in Mexico, it doesn't work if you're in Mexico. You have, you have to be outside of Mexico. But in Mexico, they they have uh, they can access Premier League football all season for sixty four dollars. And um, you know what? How much does it cost for Sky Sports? Loads, loads, absolutely loads. Much more than sixty four dollars. About three months. Yeah, you've earned that back in about three. Um, well, I mean, the pound is pretty much the same as the dollar these days. So, yeah, Indeed. it's about three months, isn't it? Yeah, um, we're fucked. We're all yeah, fucked. It's, it's also how I get to watch the 3 p.m. games. Uh, Go on. They show them in Jack, what are you Mark, are, are you, are you Dexit? Because you, you know how, like, most of the Brexit people were, they all, like, lived in the Costa del Bravo or whatever. Right. And uh, So, you, like, like, do you, you live abroad, but you kind of, are really sort of like no, Denmark shouldn't be. We should be just an independent kingdom and yeah. go back to invader. Like, are, are yeah. you Dexit? Is that a thing? Dexit? No, I've never heard that before. Um, I don't think what... it's a thing. And there will definitely be people in Denmark, little Danish gammons, or Mark, the equivalent. Mark, do do you agree with the slaughter the slaughtering of monks in, oh. in northern <laughs> England when uh, when the Vikings came over and fucking did some damage? Hey man. Clearly, they had a reason back in the day. You know, there was it was a different time back then, Flav. Um, you got respect. You can't be a 
you can't be putting people down because of uh, there isn't you know, a single element like a like single that. woke movement that attacks the Danes or the Nor- Norwegians not one they, they, they get off scot-free you're killing men actual men for, for no reason women too to be honest yeah. <laughs> undoubtedly there was there was a hundred percent some sort of assault mm. on women but no 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 it's, it's all like the english empire is terrible but no one looks at the nords we've 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 had this discussion so many times I know, it, not on the main it, pod not on the main pod this 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 was apps this was like Thousand years ago, yeah, I know, I like, know, more it's than mad, that. Isn't it? Twelve hundred years ago, it was fucking the, the Saxons, ago. the English... Saxons were Danish, right? No, the, Sa- the see, Saxons were they? Well, Saxons, no, English. the Saxons, English, really? Saxons, yeah, Saxons were 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 a, a kind of a, an area of of England, right? The the Danes were, um, well, they were just, you know, I love the Norse, this. the Norse, so good. This is, and then there's Celtics from up. Hmm? Yeah, Celtics. I'm looking oh. up the Saxons now. Yeah, look them, look them up. I I Saxons were, were a group to... of Germanic people. Yeah. Right, so to the Saxons... Well, I, think. Right. I think they were... I, I can't really tell. I think... Well, you got the, the Jutes and the Angles. They were Danish, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the, nothing Jute, good Jutes came... Were from Jutland, west, west of Denmark. Nothing good came from the Scandinavian country, ever. Apart from beer. Loads. Beer. Loads. No loads. Yeah, what, yes. what, tell, tell us, loads. Mark. We talk, we talk you loads about food. Um, what what food? We, no, we, you, you, we, name, we make we our own bacon. Up, There's no food. You set up loads of big cities. We no, founded you, you, loads you, of places. You lot yeah, did fuck ears. I, I quite like IKEA. I'll give him that. Oh, fuck yeah, yeah. You. I'll, I'll give him IKEA. I'll give him IKEA. But all, IKEA. Mark, all you lot did I'm, was fucking smash smash our fucking priest heads in. That's all you do. What's what's your problem with them? I know they're they're probably a bit weird, aren't they? But they didn't deserve deserve that. Monks, monks touch kids, right? Everyone knows that. (laughs) That is the truth. That is true. You can't deny that. Monks did touch kids. So what? Like, so what? What would you rather have? A big, you know, six foot five, proper man with an axe and a long beard and shit. Yeah, same. Or a little, 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 like five foot. Nonce, yeah. In a robe. I'm, I'm with, I'm with Mark here, mate. I, I, I might be turning. I'll be on the side of the Vikings, man. Are you? Has he, has he gotten to you, Trav? Is that it? All he's this, just, you doing well, your, no, no, listen, doing listen. your side pod. Now he's coming on the main pod. Now you, now, now you're throwing the monks under the bus, mate. What's going on? I'm just saying he's talking a lot of sense. That's all he's talking. Just four monks. Like fuck, fuck monks. Did you, oh, monks, fuck, what, fuck what have monks ever done for you lot? Nothing, right? nothing at all. I'm not even Catholic. I'm not even religious. Why am I defending the monk? Do you know what I'm defending? It, it is the fact that your lot came over here to our fucking nation and you came over here and just you started killing monks. Monks. And that's, that's the issue. If, if you can convince me that was a good thing, then... But you just said you don't care about monks. Also, like Christianity and Catholicism has is accounted for way worse things and still does to this. Anyway, this is getting serious. No, 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 no. People give monks. Do you know? No, no. People give the Scandies a like a free pass because it was so long ago. You lot were fucked. You lot were. You lot were out of order. Jack, you're Argentinian. You're an Argentine. Plastic. But yeah, go on. 
you lot are right. And that's it. <laughs> that's it for the. <laughs> that, that's the. Uh, that's the end of the fighting got podcast. I want to say thank you. So <laughs> <laughs> Gotta love the Arden signs. They're gonna oh, win the World Cup, mate. Ever done. Uh, boys, uh, this is this has been a great fighting cop podcast. I've loved it so much, and I love you, Jack. Mark, your your ancestors are rapists, but other than that, other than that, <laughs> he has he's actually got a fucking tattoo on his arm. Yeah, yeah. I've got, I've got anyway. Doesn't matter. Alan Nilsson. That's all. It's, that's what it's all about. Uh, boys, that's been wonderful, and uh, we'll, we'll we'll no doubt revisit this. Um, competition who whose empire was the worst i know whose empire was the worst is jack's ancestors because uh argentina didn't conquer fuck all couldn't even conquer the falkland islands tell you what they have had loads of wars though they they are mate all over south america fighting left right and center giving it a big one ecuador Fucking everywhere, mate. It's just we never heard about it because you know it was back it's then. Caliente, you know, fiery people. That's oh. you know. yeah. Is that what is that what we're doing now nowadays, boys? You just to say our oh, our oh, oh, people have an an element to their characteristic and that defines an empire. Well, I, I, I could say that about my empire. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, let's not get in, let's not get into the English for the best empire in the world. Yeah, all right, let's not get into that. Shh. Top of the league. <laughs> yeah. we, we conquered more countries than your your Nordic empire could even dream of. Only Genghis Khan. <laughs> You're better than... Ge- what? Wait, no, we are wait. better You're than Genghis Khan. Genghis Khan. <laughs> all right. All right. Uh, this may or may not make it to the final edit. <laughs> hey, boys. Have a great yeah. final night. Thanks. Love you. Bye. Much love. Fuck Alan Nielsen. Network.